0: It was a Monday night. It was going to be a normal night recording the podcast, and the door suddenly opens out of nowhere. This funny looking fella by the name of Brenton walks in. Wet coat, long cigar, it's not his, probably got it from a gutter. He steps into the corridor and he looks at me. He opens his sloppy jaw and he says, Hey, baby, what did you call me? on <laughs> this.
1: hey Whoa! welcome 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 to classic movie banter you know that podcast where me that guy brenton and that other guy at the end of the table nathan whoa we talk about films that are 20 years or older 20 years and we tell you if they're still worth watching today or whether they're worth making an insane murder plot putting them on a (laughs) train and then throwing them off the back of that said train but it's a dvd instead of a person obviously (laughs) that's exactly right and it's uh and it's and the disc is broken all over the tracks what Oh what, no, happened what to a crime
0: it? scene, Brenton. <laughs> that poor DVD. Whatever did it do, Brenton? <laughs> it knows what it did. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Too many ads before the film. I never got around that as a kid. I hated that. You know, like you'd like put in a DVD and you just want to watch a movie, but you'd have to like fast forward all the ads in the DVD.
1: Yeah, but I, I liked those because oh, I, I think it like, it added suspense, you know, it got you excited that you were suspense, about to watch the movie. Bro.
0: We'll talk about suspense soon, but to tell you what, ads before a movie.
1: But it's true. It's like, as a kid, you're like, here we go. You know, like the... There's, there's the ads, like, like as you would when you went to the cinema. I like them. Oh,
0: do you do, you do this in the cinema nowadays? You're like, oh boy, here are the no, ads. I,
1: I get fucking pissed off now because there's, like, literally, like, one trailer for a film and then the rest is like, come to us at ANZ Bank. Come to <laughs> us at fucking, I don't know, come get a lollipop from Allen's. Like, it's just like... <laughs>
0: Kill I would love now. to see a movie. And it's like a lollipop ad. It's just you in like a corridor just be like, Oi, get a lollipop from Alan." And it just hard cuts to the film. <laughs> You're like, wow. Like, it's funny. I think I only see Telstra ads these days in cinemas. Yeah,
1: it's so true. It's such horseshit.
0: Oh, they're all terrible. I used to love it when I went to like some like indie cinema and you see like a really shitty local ad amongst like oh all my these gosh. professional ads. Yeah,
1: local chemists. That's oh what. That's where it's at, like the local movie theater. I suppose there was like a tire company or
0: like a car company that used to like, it's like, calm down to like Gold Coast Timor. And it'd always be some my guy's like, oh, like yeah, man. Oh, I'm the owner of this car store. <laughs> and he'd be like, also, buy there was, a car.
1: <laughs> there was also like a fishing store one. like. Oh, yeah.
0: BCF always used to do it.
1: Do you need some bait? Well, come on down. We'll get you sorted. (laughs) And you'd be sitting in a cinema, and you'd be like, I'm watching a fucking movie. What do I need bait for? It's like, I'm about to watch fucking James Cameron's Avatar. Can you fuck off? Like, Oh, I love
0: it. God, may they rest in peace. Nathan,
1: but we're not here to fish today. We're here to talk about Double Indemnity for episode 102, released in 1944. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Directed by (laughs) Billy Wilder. Uh, who also directed such hits as Sunset Boulevard and Some Like It Hot uh, and he's also a, uh, known for his uh, immense filmography, not only as a director, mm. but as a screenwriter as well.
0: Oh, he, he's, he's a writer and director what a double threat, Brenton. A double threat? Oh, Does he mate. double and Dem Brenton?
1: Oh, well, I'll tell you.
0: Oh, why don't you just pitch me that movie, Brenton?
1: Can you pitch me the movie? I'm gonna pitch you Double Indemnity, Nathan. Ooh. Do you know what Double Indemnity means? <laughs> I have no fucking clue, mate. I didn't know going in. I kind I had to Google it after the movie because I still
0: kind of didn't even know. But what what's a Double Indemnity, Brenton? Can you can you bake it? Can you eat it?
1: Basically, I'm gonna point out the plot now. Uh, so our lead character is an insurance salesman. Wow, <laughs> Ew, riveting. How? how how boring! Boo, <laughs> but no, boo insurance. But Nathan, he he rocks up on a house call to check up on some loser who hasn't paid his uh, <laughs> next uh, his next uh, <laughs> insurance plan. Some fucking plan. moron! Uh. <laughs> um, and so he goes to, but he but he but he he, he r- runs into his uh, his wife who he thinks a t- is a tasty snack and wants to get <laughs> it on with for some reason. Of course. <laughs> That's what every
0: insurance salesman's out there for, just to steal wives. We've all seen death of a salesman.
1: She innocently asks him, and innocently in italic marks, uh, uh, in quotation marks I should say. What do you have do you cover other sorts of insurance, such as like accident insurance, say if my husband fucking died? And he's kinda like, Oh, I think you want to murder your husband and he's like, But that could work for me because I want some of that tasty snack. <laughs>
0: this is this is verbatim what the conversation <laughs> is in the movie.
1: So so yeah, literally. So uh he realizes that uh, he knows all the clues as an insurance salesman about how to get around this and he devises mm. a plan to murder her husband with her her. it's a team effort <laughs>
0: at the end of the day it's like good team effort everyone we all pitched in like- <laughs> so
1: so in the insurance she will get the double indemnity clause which is basically when oh. an accidental death happens you get paid double the amount and that is a oh, double indemnity which by the way is still a law today that's still a yeah thing. will will they get away with it or will they be found out by the powers that be and by powers that be, I mean the head of the insurance company and, <laughs> and, and that person's boss. And oh, uh, maybe that. maybe she has a stepdaughter and maybe that stepdaughter's with some other guy called Nino and uh, they're Stupid all wrapped name. into it together. And uh, yeah, that's the movie. That's that's wow. all I've got to say about that. Brenton, what a pitch. You've really thrown it across it was, the baseball court. It was, it was a terrible pitch, but I hope you enjoyed <laughs> it. I hope it was entertaining. Nathan, what do you think of Double Indemnity? mate this it's funny like starting it i actually wasn't
0: a fan starting it like for the first like third i was like oh this is kind of cliche 40s kind of shit but then brenton but then the main plot kicks in where like yeah you where that conversation happens and you're like whoa what what 2020 language for a 2040 for a 1944 <laughs> film and what then 20- and then after that after that brenton the film soars
1: and you know what this is excellent I think this is a great movie. What about you? So, Nathan, I have similar sentiments. I'd like to give. So, oh. I went into this. I was like, not in the mood to watch this shit. I was like, going off oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, because it's me. really stereotypical at the start as well. Like, oh god, I was yeah. just like, here we go, here, here we, we go. go. But Nathan, this movie mm. got me good. It got mm. me real good. <laughs> it got you really good. And you know what? It does it
0: for a couple reasons. I think. I think because the story gets better as it goes. 'Cause it goes from like, oh, here's a guy who's like trying to just snag a wife. <laughs> not in 40s, am I right? But like it kind of escalates beyond that and you realise like there are secrets and twists
1: and turns and like narratively,
0: it's really interesting.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think it takes I I think it's I think it's a really interesting plot for her thriller. You mm. know what I mean? Like like it doesn't it doesn't it's it's not something that's a bit more, I guess, generic. It's about an insurance salesman, you know? <laughs> it's about yeah. some dude, some dude and some girl. But
0: it's because it's, it, it starts off boring and you think the film's going to be insurance in the same way that Chinatown was going to be about water.
1: But you realize there's so much more to it. Well, he's, the thing for me was at first I was like, I thought this screenplay was a bit shit at first because I was like, you know, We're I think saying. the style. I thought that sometimes the style and the genre and the acting of the time was like getting in the way of like the screenplay which was really wordy and really kind of...
0: Yeah, like the prose of it stands out. It's
1: like they all yeah. talk in
0: metaphors and similes and all that kind of shit. Like... But,
1: then, but then suddenly, like as the plot kicks in, as we get into the juicy, juicy goodness, Ooh. that kind of all falls away and we're we're left with these characters and these characters interacting. Yeah, I think it's and... more of
0: Stockholm. You just get used to that shit. Yeah, like... <laughs> exa-
1: exactly. So uh, so uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. I think the, on a mm. technical point of view, I think the, the shot composition's the shot composition and the lighting because obviously this is in black and white. Yeah. a chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: big chef's kiss. And it's funny because I going into this I didn't know it was going to be film noir. I knew literally nothing about it.
1: Oh yeah, it's the most it's the most it's the most film noir. Oh my god. It's the film noir. Yeah, if if you know It's if... credited to, like inventing it. I
0: think this is this is the pioneering film that,
1: that Yeah, I I I think so as well from my knowledge, but also like it has all the staples of a film noir oh plot. Is- and because it, it invented it, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. So if you know it's film noir going in, I think like you will know, have some idea of like who these characters are and their stereotypes. But the fact that it invented it, and the fact that like there are they are characters, they're not just generic stereotypes. Is is you know deserves to be lauded. So uh, yeah, these I- are these are three dimensional characters, and
0: I was surprised exactly. at that because once you know it's film noir, you go, oh, okay, you kind of guess where this is going. But I, there were still lots of surprises in here. And like, and it's funny because even though you see it's like film in a while, well like the Venetian blinds and, you know, like the, the guy yeah. who's got a smoking issue and all that kind of shit. Like, yeah.
1: And the, and the femme fatale who's like fucking fucked. Like, I mean? who's That's who's just like he's like the devil.
0: <laughs> like. But there's revelation in that. And I think, I think a lot of that actually comes down to the performances as well. I, think, I agree. I think Barbara Stanwyck as, as, oh. as the lead, as the lead woman, I think she was, I, I didn't like her at first, but then I'm like, no, you're fucking incredible.
1: I, I think she's a fantastic actress and she gives a, uh. An uh, incredible performance in this film. Mm. Absolutely, I had that down in my notes as well. That the performance of the film belongs <laughs> to her. <laughs> Just wrote her name with a little love heart around it. You're like, <laughs> no, no, I wrote that about someone else. But we'll get to that later.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so she's excellent. She's really, really good. What do you think about the main guy? I like the main
1: guy. I think he's good. I think he's subtle. Mm. I, I, I liked him. I like from the start. I liked him. I thought I was, I was very attached to him from the start. I was like, I like this guy. I think he's a good character And I like his acting It's very understated Thank goodness Because it could have gone the other (laughs) way It could have
0: gone the other way.
1: Do you think it's it's a little bit rapid, though? You think the dialogue's like that repartee? It's
0: like, well, you think about this, honey. Well, I think about that. Well, you don't really think about that. Yes, no, what, huh? Like, like the back and forth. It's a little bit. Sure,
1: sure, but you could say that about other characters. I don't think he's the worst culprit for that. But it's like
0: you remind me of a Venetian blind. It's like he'll just like throw a metaphor at it, and like there'll be no time to breathe or compute what he said. Their first scene
1: together, it's like they'll say something, and it's like it's like the equivalent of this scene in in the dialogue. In it is basically like, no, you're cute. No, no, no! You're cute. No, you're cute. <laughs> yeah. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. All right, I'll go. No, I'll go. No, I'll go. No, no, I'll, I'll go. Close the door, would you? No, you close the door. <laughs> I think you. I think I'd rather you close the door. But if I close the door, I think, I think really, you should close the door. All right, I'm gonna close it's it. Just that. No, don't. I'll close it. Ooh. What a scene.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but yeah, that's the thing. It, like, it goes that rapidly and then like you'll end and you'll be like, oh shit, wait, what What was going on? And because also a lot of plot is told in the dialogue. You're like, wait, what? And you'll be like, oh, I just, I found that sometimes a little bit quick, which is weird for a 40s film. I was like, "I know, oh, okay. I know.
1: I had to like, k- keep up with it but i kind of like that at the same time because it mm. again the alternative would fucking suck it would suck i do how did you find the and speaking of that then then how did you find the pacing pacing's pretty good i think it i think going into the third act that could have been sped up a bit like you know we know yeah. where we're heading like let's get into that third act you know i just want to get there i don't want to fuck around anymore you know what mm. i'm saying nathan mate i'm so, i'm so casual with my language in this episode today mate I'm so like (laughs) let's just fucking get there you know what I mean Nathan like let's just get there for sure bruh I hear your I
0: hear your chats
1: pacing's pretty pacing's pretty good in the first two thirds but like the last third, I just want it to like fucking get to the point you know what I mean Nathan (laughs) that's what I just want I think it's... You know what it is? I think it's the long hair
0: you've got, Brenton. I think it's going to, like, slowly morph into a surface haircut where you just become more and more chill.
1: Guys, I actually have dreadlocks. You can't see (laughs) them. Are you Don Cheadle from Boogie Nights? (laughs)
0: Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully. Uh, one, thing, one thing I was worried about going into this film is um, if the 1940s style would be a barrier to it, especially with, like... Because it's very 1940s in every sense of of it. But especially when it comes to the narration, because normally in films, I kind of hate it when you have the main character narrating over shit. Birds of Prey is guilty of this, where they narrate stuff we can clearly see. Because, like, the guy will be like,
1: I walked up to a fishbowl, and we see him walk up to a fishbowl. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, yeah. Do you think this film ever really... Like I guess it does do it at some points, but I felt like those points where it does do it, do, because it doesn't do it the whole way through it, but oh, at those God. points it does do it, I think it's it adds suspense because the stakes in those moments are very high, if you know what I'm saying. I can talk about that mm-hmm. more in spoilers, but the moments it does do that, I think are heightened moments that maybe require that or benefit from that because it makes you as the audience go, oh, fuck, he's doing it. He's going to the fishbowl. You know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> man? What a tense scene! But it's
0: funny because, like, because, because I agree. Like, the like the tension. Like, sure, I guess they had tension in some scenes, but in others, they're better because they haven't got it. And I feel like maybe yeah. if the narration had been pulled back, because I'm, I'm really debating if I liked that we know at the very start of the film how it ends, because I don't know if the film needed it. Like, do you wish you didn't know,
1: Nathan? I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm happy. I'm a happy it's guy. Just Chill when Brenton it... once more. Just I'm <laughs> happy. His I don't. You know me. I don't give a fuck about spoilers. You know what I'm saying? No, you really like, don't. I, I I don't give a shit. You know. I like that. You know. At the start, I was like, "How are we going to get to that point?" This is going to be interesting. And uh, and then by the end of the film, I knew how we got to that point, and I was very satisfied. Mm, I was actually very satisfied too. And that's all I have to say about that.
0: Well, you know what surprised me with this movie then <laughs> was as ha- you know what <laughs> I'm really upset we're doing this now in like May, like because I I wish Brenton... I wish wish we had done this episode for withering heights like for valentine's day cuz i feel like this is a dramatically better romantic
1: movie than withering heights oh my gosh are you serious so much i like
0: how did you find the romance between like the insurance sounds oh, i
1: i i liked i liked that relationship and i and you know i i think it was a i think it was a good they had good chemistry i think it really worked don't get me wrong mm. i like these two characters but you know for a romantic flick to see something, I think. I think these. This is a very dark film. You know what I mean. With a great. Oh, *Withering Heights* isn't. Hey, mate. At <laughs> least. At least. At, at least. At least. Withering Heights has some more romantic gestures in it, as opposed to this. <laughs> Let's murder together. Let's Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, shirt. it's it's that's what I mean. It's not it's not necessarily a romantic gesture, and and it's kind of these these two people and their downfall, uh, and they're not really falling together in a way. You know what I mean? Like they come mm. together, and I don't really want to spoil it, but you know, but like there's obviously conflict there that is kind of result, but it's also falls apart at a certain point as opposed to something like withering heights when like the final moments even though like you could argue it's pretty it's pretty moronic yeah Uh, (laughs) it's very dumb you could argue that but at the same time it's it's more romantic thematically than this which is a bit more real
0: Mm. I guess, I guess the film, I guess that is a strength of the film and the relationship. It is more entrenched in realism. Yeah, yeah.
1: Do you get my? Do you get what I'm putting down, Nathan? Do you I, get what mate, I'm putting I see down? what you're
0: putting down on the table, and and I, I think we're gonna have some of that actually. <laughs> like oh, good. Over. Yeah, but it's like, actually
1: butter chicken. Just just ooh, have some of that. Indian, how exotic. Do you have some naan? <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, man, why didn't you bring Indian tonight, Brenton? No, I'm just keen for Indian. Do you like garlic naan or plain naan or cheesy garlic naan? Oh, garlic, just plain the garlic, obviously. Yeah,
0: I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I think the cheese yeah. is too much. Nah, you don't need it. It's like, who did that it wasn't the Indians that did that, clearly. That was, no. was some American who's like, you know what this needs, honey? This needs cheese. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, clearly not. Tell yeah. you what, though, <laughs> Indian food aside, I think this film, and this is the biggest comment I can give it, I think it has echoes of Parasite.
1: Echoes of Parasite, you say?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what was that,
1: good sir? What was the word? Was it
0: Parasite? Well, yeah, I think it does. In, in so far as you see this kind of infiltration of this of this money and you know this wealth and and what they'll do to get the wealth and like you know what i mean i think i think there's a there's a class element you could almost read into this maybe Brenton.
1: sure well you know you know that uh bong jun ho is a big fan of hitchcock and was obviously influenced a lot by hitchcock with parasite and his his work mm. do you know that Hitchcock was a big fan of Billy Wilder. Oh really? Oh, so uh, so
0: so we're going to the father's father here.
1: So it's the circle
0: of life, if you know what I'm saying. But who was Billy Wilder a fan of, Brenton? I'm not sure. Jesus, probably.
1: Nah, <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> um, so good, yeah. Sorry, sorry. My point was, it's the circle of life. You know what I it mean? The circle like of we're life. all we're all influenced by someone, and ac- across history, you know. Things repeat themselves, but that's okay.
0: Brent is like, he like, got all these posters in his room of just like previous Brentons. He's like, I want to be like that Brenton.
1: Pretty much. I, I basically I run my life based on Matthew McConaughey's <laughs> Oscar speech. <laughs> 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 Do you just rewatch that
0: every day just to get a little bit of inspiration?
1: Pretty much. What does he much?
0: say? He says some dumb shit. Just like, he's like, oh, my papa up there. Like, you told me you just got to say, all right, all right, all right. Like, he's like, I love Jesus. He, I remember him saying that. He's, he's like, I act because we're going to die one day, so I may as well act. <laughs> I forget what he says.
1: No, he's he says... I. It's basically... Matthew McConaughey in his speech is like... You know, I'd like to thank God. I'd like to thank my family. And I'd like to thank myself, you know... 10 years from now cuz that's who I'm trying to be better than. So you know, he's literally probably <laughs> got posters of, of Matthew McConaughey or the version of Matthew McConaughey in Jeez. 10 years that he wants to be hanging around the place, you know, like I reckon 10 years ago he had a picture of Matthew McConaughey with like the wild turkey bourbon like it is in oh his my hand. God. <laughs> and Jesus. he was like that's that's what I want to do and then that's he did what he it. Wants so to be.
0: I I reckon when he did that speech, he was just reprising the role of the arsehole from um, Ghost of Girlfriends Past.
1: Probably. Do you reckon this movie would be better with Matthew McConaughey in it? <laughs> yeah, let's replace the main actor. I think it would be great. Who who would he play? Is it not the insurance salesman? Yeah, like, <laughs> Ma, what? Maybe maybe he doesn't play the insurance. Salesman. He could be the he could be the boyfriend of the daughter. Ooh, he's Nino Matthew <laughs> McConaughey. Is like Nino. like he gives <laughs> her,
0: he gives the girlfriend the lift, like the insurance. Like he get, she gets out of the car and he's like, "Well, how are you going
1: there?" <laughs> and he's like, "What if he was the you know not not keys the the the, the kind of boss of um of the main dude?" Oh but yeah, the, the, the but suicide I mean, like, guy. The, no, I mean the chairman, like the, yeah, the yeah. big boss. Yeah, yeah, guy's like, it was suicide. And she's like, how dare you? Like that guy. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Could you imagine McConaughey just take? Hang- I feel like he's... I f- oh, no, he would do
0: the same job from Wolf of Wall Street.
1: Yeah, but I feel like he's maybe too laxed for that. Maybe for that
0: role. Because the other guy's really passionate when he comes up with the idea. Like, yeah, you know, like he's really happy about it. But I think Matthew McConaughey would just be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what the secret is to get insurance? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's Cocaine. Co-. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the widow's just sitting in the office. She's like, what? <laughs> and yeah. He's just going on about this speech. Or maybe he is the widow. I don't know. <laughs> just in the fucking veil. It just pulls up. No, it's a cast change. Like halfway through the movie, it just segues from like from bloody like Barbara Stanwyck to Matthew McConaughey.
1: Yeah, I'm down with that. I'm I down with that. that too, Brenton. Uh, let's call Fox. Let's make it happen. Oh, <laughs> Nathan. Uh, let's let's rate this. You're fond of me, lobster, ain't you? Let's rate. We've we've derailed this. This. I'm,
0: I'm pointing fingers at you, Brenton.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's all me. it's all me today. Sorry. We've derailed sorry, this interview. Sorry, I, I'm actually not sorry because it's been very entertaining. So uh, oh. thank you. Thank so this you is much, what it everyone. feels like. Oh. <laughs> uh, Nathan, what are you th- What are you going to give it? Are you going to give it a thumbs up, a thumbs down or the in-between? Oh, I didn't know there we was don't, an in-between. We, we, don't, we don't do that on this show. <laughs> oh, oh
0: I, I didn't know we were Academy Award winner, in Phoenix, just then. Oh, no. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we are. So uh, what are you oh. going to give it? Oh, well, I can't just give it a thumb.
0: Obviously, the listeners can't see that yet, but. I think for this movie, I don't know, because it's been parodied a lot. Like there have been lots of works that have done this kind of thing too. But I think it, I think it holds up. I, I honestly, I think it's a lovely. I think it's like the film noir you got to watch. Yeah. You know what? This is what I wish Chinatown was when we saw Chinatown. Oh fuck off! Chinatown's <laughs> good,
1: mate. Like come I know on, it's settle. good. Come on, come on, settle down. I know it's I'm done, like China... one
0: of like the four humans alive that doesn't like love Chinatown.
1: China Chinatown doesn't have to be Double Indemnity, and Double Indemnity doesn't have to be Chinatown. And that's no, all I but to together. That. <laughs> but together, it's. I, I'm just imagining, like you know, the Power Rangers, how they have that di- giant robot. <laughs> oh, where they yeah. like, where they form all their little dinosaurs together and make like. It's. I've never watched Power Rangers in my life. I just know that thing exists. You know, it's that's the like, thing that you know, happens. We should one day like do it seven seasons where we make like a Power Rangers <laughs> robot. <laughs> <laughs> with with films that we think would make, like, good, like, elements of said robot.
0: So, the cast of Double Indemnity with the cast of Chinatown. Like, Jack Nicholson's just chatting to Barbara Stammer going, who are you murdering?
1: Not necessarily the cast, but, like, the films themselves. So, like, we'll add a bit of Double Indemnity. We'll add some Chinatown. You know, who knows? Maybe Sprinkle
0: if- in some basic instinct. Just all the film noir's.
1: Maybe some Babe 2, Pig in the City. You know, who knows? Jeez. I feel like that's going to be a seven seasons that will happen one day. And it will be ridiculous and... <laughs> And we will have a couple of whiskeys before we start it, and it'll be a fun time.
0: <laughs> we need more than just whiskey for that episode, mate. <laughs> what,
1: what What do the Power Rangers say? Do they like Power Rangers Ignite or Power? I've Ranger never
0: go... seen a Power Ranger thing in my life. Like I remember that film came out a couple years ago, and I remember all the only criticism I remember reading about that film was that it had lots of Krispy Kreme sponsorship. Oh my goodness!
1: Of course, Krispy Kreme like, sponsored like, that shit. Like, is that? An kind of thing. I did think those two brands were that congruous. Mate, okay, so Power Rangers look like they're made of plastic and so do (laughs) Krispy (laughs) Kremes. Jesus. That's not standard. That's liable. Uh, Obviously Krispy Kremes are not sponsoring (laughs) classic movie band. And and no,
0: Brenton, that's the booking I have to cancel now. (laughs) Oh,
1: Oh. hilarious. Well, Nathan, going to my rating now. Yeah. uh, Oh wait! Did I even give mine? Yeah, you gave it a thumbs up. Oh, I did. Okay, you thank it, you. Uh, well, or you were going to because you said you said that I think it still holds up.
0: Oh well, it does still hold up. So yeah, give it a watch. Also, like watch it for thumb. Valentine's Day. It's good for couples.
1: No, it's not. Like, yes, it I is. Don't like it's I a don't romantic know. movie. I, I could tell you another film that's good for Valentine's Day, but I've talked about that film already too much, oh, and we have we we still haven't reviewed Harry, when Harry met Sally, but that's okay. I thought
0: you were gonna go Spider Man Three because that's what we really agreed the, the
1: Valentine's film was. Oh my god, yeah, the real relationship, the real romantic relationship between Topher Grace and the fucking symbiote, Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> Nathan oh. are you are you excited for Venom
0: Two? You must be.
1: I haven't seen Venom One, so have I have not comment. seen Venom. What are you I ca- doing? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I know that there's a scene where where Tom Hardy goes nuts and eats uh raw lobster, but uh, it's amazing. That's not even the best thing about that
0: scene, Brenton. What are you doing, not watching? Go bloody see Venom,
1: Nathan. Okay, I'll, I'll watch it with you sometime. But 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 before we do that, I'm gonna give this a thumbs up. I think it is worth a watch. Uh, I think if you can get through the first ten minutes of this film, you're gonna be okay. You're gonna be okay. You know, <laughs> you're gonna mean? go
0: all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're and gonna also, like
1: right. narratively, expect it to get better.
0: Cause it it it's it's a little bit kind of by the numbers at the start, so you got to. I mean, push what through. more
1: can you ask for? You want something that's just going to get better and better. So, uh, yeah, Nathan, thumbs up, thumbs up, thumbs up. All right, let's spoil this thing.
0: You spoiled it. What the movie?
1: Oh, Nathan, I actually don't have many spoiler notes to be honest. Oh, well, luckily I do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so- good on you. Let's I mean, like I've it. got I've got some, but they're all kind of over the place. I just wanted to say that the overall boss is in like the Matthew McC- the guy I suge- I suggested Matthew McConaughey to play. You know that guy, the oh, yeah. suicide guy. Jesus. There's two there's two things out that. That wanna... guy,
0: I love him. Because he's in like the one scene as well, and he fucking yeah. nails it.
1: No, he doesn't. He's overall the worst actor in this whole film. <laughs> like oh, he's what? so <laughs> bad. <Yeah>. He is <laughs> so bad. He I don't even know what accent he's doing. It's like it is yeah. atrocious Oh yeah, the accent's
0: atrocious. I, like... I
1: don't know what is going on. But what The other thing that's f- Hilarious about that scene It's like Take a shot every time They say suicide Oh my the god The way they say suicide also, He doesn't
0: tell them the plan Before he launches into I, it I, as well
1: I know I know I know I know But the way they Which say is suicide stupid. He's like He says it with like It's like kind of like A lispy kind of Suicide Like it's <laughs> And you're not exaggerating it, like like there, there is suicide. It's like, <laughs>
0: but that's what? why I loved him. Like he's because everyone's so serious in this movie, and you got this fucker who, for some reason, is head of the insurance company. He's like, oh yeah, no, nah, this is good.
1: It's a suicide. <laughs> like it's a suicide. How mate, how funny was that scene though? Like, like in, oh all, in all seriousness, like you said, he doesn't tell him the plan. He, he comes in, he, he brings this widow in, presumably like the day after that yeah. her husband has just died. Like she's clearly mourning. He 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 doesn't know the the details that she actually wanted to kill him. Whatever. But the point is, <laughs> is that he brings her into her office and he says, "Well, oh, well, you know what I think? I think your hun- husband committed suicide." It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Even if that's if they, even if that is what you're going what an to allegation,
0: also baseless. By the way, he has no evidence I know. for it. And like, <laughs> I know, and, also, I know. and also, like he says this to her, and she's clearly upset by it. She's like, "What? No, of course he didn't." But and but he's not picking up the signs, and he just keeps continuing and digging the hole further.
1: I know it's great. Oh, and then and then it's and then she leaves, and then like keys the the what would you call him? The head of the department. He's like, "Well, you are surely." Fuck that one up, boss, <laughs> and 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 Matthew McConaughey is all like yeah I guess I did and then that's the end of this <laughs> yeah and then we never
0: see him again and that's the whole thing and I oh. love it it's just it's just so illogical and it's funny because in a movie that's so narratively like methodical, and it's like no we got to do this 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 here's all the steps it's just funny to see something like that like thrown in there for sure for but sure. do you want to know what my favorite silly moment of this movie was what there's a scene it's near the, it's near the start actually where like we're insurance guys like like he's like oh I had to think about you know the plot oh like, my gosh I know exactly what you're gonna oh to you up. are oh you so, are so
1: Nathan when you're Contemplating murdering Someone by the yes. way Yes do you know and, Where and I go Brenton You know what I have some I have some beers And I go bowling That's what <laughs> <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> It's not great
2: It's so stupid so, But like
1: oh. the, Not only that But it's the fact That he goes to like This drive-in and he and yeah. like they serve him he serves him his beer on like the little tray or whatever like mm. like those those old trays that they used to have before McDonald's in like before Michael Keating and the founder had the idea to get rid of those <laughs> and he and he gets given his beer and he t- he's like having he's just having little casual sips in his car and then he just goes to a shot of him by himself at some bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's by himself there's clearly people on other
0: lanes with like friends and family and and it's funny because this when the narration is going over he's like I had to think oh. about the dame and what the opposite like the proposition she was giving me and it's like and it's like moody music but it's him
1: just kind of joyily just kind of like throwing a ball down a lane like <laughs> it's dead serious the stakes couldn't be higher it's life and death it's murder you know what I mean like it's <laughs> it's so funny oh. it, 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 literally my note here says beers and bowling lol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow. Next time I have to make a hard life decision. Just beers and bowling, Brenton. Obviously, that's the that's the bloody killer combo of this film. So, Brenton, did you have a drink every
1: time he said the word "baby" in this film? Oh my goodness, that's why I brought it up in the opening gag of this show, dude. Oh my god. Hey, baby. It's, hey, it's baby. It's so weird because like he talks like he says it to her like it's like the third
0: sentence. Like he barely knows this woman. He's like, "What do you think, baby?"
1: Like, like Elvis isn't even a thing at this point in history. Like, I guess he is. He's alive, but, but yeah, but it's not the fifties yet. So, but he's saying it like a dead impression of Elvis. He's like, "Who, hey, baby?" It What's going weird. on, baby? And you're like... I mean, she's buying it. I mean, we find out later
0: on that she's playing him, but, like, she buys it. And then, like... But he says at the most weirdest moments with her... I remember, like, when they first kiss, and it's like, it's like, oh, finally, they're making out. Fuck yeah, it's still shit, like, 1940s kissing. He's still yeah, yeah. grabbing her by the shoulders. But then, like, he pulls her apart, and it's this romantic moment. He's like, what perfume are you wearing, baby? Nathan, <laughs> what a weird thing to ask after
1: you've kissed. And also, why call her baby? Nathan, Nathan, can I ask you? When you're out on a at a date with a girl oh yeah, and things are going well and you think you're going to lean in for the for the old kiss Mm. do you do you like to lean in and like grab their faces and just like kind of rub your lips against their like face like it works every time is like i don't have i haven't tried this but i'm i'm considering it because it looks like really romantic can you speak from experience obviously mate i mean you know
0: there was last night i mean with uh, Ruby and that was that was that worked perfectly mate that was
1: wow uh, okay
0: yeah because I just went into her and I said what perfume are you wearing and before she could even answer I just made out like with, with her upper lip <laughs>
1: like that's all you need to do when you went to your dinner reservation did you rock up and say oh hey baby yeah I did then I got slapped in the face because it's 2020 <laughs> oh oh right okay oh <laughs> right sorry it didn't well, know uh- <laughs> I beg your pardon <laughs> watch out Bretton do you think the characters
0: in this film are, are moronic
1: uh no no, no. Keys is pretty smart. Keys is pretty smart because he like puts two and two together. He's like, I better think about this shit. And I think- <laughs> I got this little
0: guy in here. I call him Joe. Like,
1: fuck off. <laughs> like- <laughs> I think she was murdered, and I think there was an accomplice, and he kind of puts two and two together, but, but he sticks up for his old mate, you know, so good on him, good on him. Nathan, can we talk about the stepdaughter for two seconds? She's pretty hot, isn't she? Yeah, well, to be honest, I thought she was also in the running for the worst actor in the movie. But oh, what? I mean, you're right, but she's so hot, in her, Brenton. <laughs> in, her, in her first scene, she kind of sucked, but she got better as it went on. I was, like, more believable. But, oh my goodness, she was, like, so stunning. I was like, whoa, I was so taken aback. I was whoa. like, wow. It's, you know
0: why? It's because she's exactly our age. I looked it up.
1: Wow. For for research purposes. But also, I, I researched it as well, Nathan. Oh. What a sad life this person had. Like, this is what I wanted to bring oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it, man. The reason, the reason I brought up the fact she was stunning wasn't because I wanted to let our lovely listeners know to begin with. Uh, but also because I was like, how has this person not had more work? Like, how do I not know this this actress? Like, mm. she's someone that, like, would have, like, taken off and, you know... And she probably would have taken off if she mm. hadn't have had a car accident in which she was flown headfirst uh, through the windscreen and scraped her whole face on, like, the pavement. Yeah. And, like, had, like, major... Like, had to have major facial surgery to, like, put her face back together. And I was like, holy fuck, which basically ended her acting career. I was like, oh, my God, that's horrible... Furthermore, she died at like such a young age of something that I don't know, but her husband had like died of some virus like a few a couple years before her oh, as well. Geez. But Nathan, if you want romantic, they were both cremated and scattered in the Pacific Ocean, so uh, there you go. So that was the life the life of that, that, that actor.
0: Jeez, well, how horrible. Like, that's so heartbreaking. Isn't that awful? That's so awful. I mean, she did great work in this film. Like, despite the fact what you didn't like her acting that much, Brenton.
1: Oh, no. I thought she was bad in the first scene. I was like, oh, this, she right. kind of sucks. She's the worst actor in it. She's only been put in it because she looks But they really give her a subplot and pretty. everything. And yeah, and then her subplot started and I was like, oh my gosh, she's really good. Mm. Oh my God. why? why I love that I not- scene. How do I not know this person? And wh- why isn't she like you know like a had a massive film
0: career? And then I was like, oh, that's right, right. she tragic accident and dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So I uh, just filling you guys in. I love that scene where she's trying to get out of the car and there's like a good like five minute like 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 what are you driving her for? And he's like, why why don't you get out of the car? And she's like, he's like, what are you driving her for? And it's just it's just back <laughs> and forth between them. And you can uh, clearly see these are two men and trying to find an excuse just to get into a fight. Like great I great dialogue. It. I love it so much, Bretton, I, th- I, I. The reason I, I, I brought up earlier that I think these characters are dumb is because they're executing their plan. You think at first it's a great plan, but then they're, they're walking on the bloody platform of the train station, like announcing their whole plan within earshot of everyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. I'm like, they what did are that. you doing? It's like, oh, like if you did this, and like if you did this today. Say that if the movie was set in like twenty twenty, there's no way this shit would fly.
1: Well, there's no, there's no way it'd fly to begin with because we have such thing as a, uh, you know, DNA. And uh, fingerprints, and yeah, uh, you, you know what I mean. Like, th- there's so much stuff that, like, just would and 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 CCTV. You know what I mean. Like, I was just thinking, yeah. those.
0: Was... Oh my god, when he when he didn't recognize the face, and
1: then it's like, come on, mate. Like, you would have recognized that face. What a moment as well when he kind of like this kind of young guy like gets on this train and then like just kind of like casually jumps off the back.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like even if he's even even as a healthy man that shit would still hurt a lot. Yeah, absolutely. But what's interesting is that the police are like, "Oh yeah, he broke his neck." Yeah, that's what happened. Oh, good they're like they, they say the police are fine with it and it's like the police are fine with it <laughs> like, like are they it's like really? Yes, really? he has no
0: prior history of mental health like issues like
1: it just sounds like the LA because this is set in LA the LA police department is doing a really shit job and it's up to like the insurance companies to like yeah. sort the shit out Why it's is so it funny because the
0: insu- they're the ones have to pay the bill at the end of the day like with, with the literal double indemnity so they're like oh that's what it is. It is weird that it's like comes down to the insurance guys to do the police work. It's like if you went to court, which they keep on threatening, like if I went to court, they'd be like, Well, no, the coroner and the police both say it was fine. So, like, they'd win in court.
1: Nathan, do you think that the, the dude on the back of the train is a good egg? I don't think he's a good egg at all, frankly. Brenton, why? He offered him a cigarette and then he said, I'll go get your cigars. He's a good, he's like, okay,
0: yes, in that scene, he's a good guy, but I was just angry at him when he didn't recognize like the man. It's like,
1: like, it wasn't like you went to like a pitch black room, you could clearly see the face. They have that classic scene where they're like, I know you're from somewhere as well. And he's like, no, you don't. And it's like, I do. And it's like, oh. no, you don't. And it's like, those. I hate those scenes in movies, dude. It's like, and it's, a, it's like, come on. It's so contrived. It's like, look, if if, if they're going to be there, either recognize them or like be like, hmm, I might know you from somewhere and walk away. Like, we don't need to have a scene where it's like, ah, well, where do I know you from? And it's like, yeah. you don't know me. And it's like, like nothing is discovered. It's there just to attempt some, some level of tension, which is just hilarious. Because like, if he did recognize him, the film would be over. It'd be like roll credits, call the police. Yeah, done. and
0: then that's exactly what should have happened, but he didn't. And instead, I, I, because he was grabbing the train, but then he's like, "Oh, I want to stay in action in L.A. You know, I want to see a therapist, but all expenses, like you know, it's like it's like really like John from like 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 from Jurassic Park. It's like spare no expense. Where it's like it's so stupid. I was like, no, I'm not a fan of you.
1: Dude, I'm so glad you brought up Jurassic Park because I've been having like cravings to watch that movie again. Oh really. I've been having like intense hemorrhages because I just want to see like Jurassic Park again recently. I don't know why. I don't know why it's been happening, but just recently it's Mate, watch Jurassic Park. It's a good time. I just I just want to get into it. And you guys should really listen to that episode, you know know what I mean? (laughs) It's an early
0: episode, but like give it a listen. It's it's a great time, you know. Get
1: into it, guys. Classic movie banter, hashtag you know Ooh. all the good stuff yeah
0: early episodes I love it Brenton can I talk about one of my favourite scenes in this whole movie no but continue oh, anyway moving on then Um, so <laughs> my favourite I think it's actually might be my favourite scene it was when it was when like suicide was first like proposed as like an option for death and it's before the widow rocks up And then, like, the boss of, like, the insurance salesman goes on this, like, three-minute monologue about suicides. And, like, and he's, like, so proud. He knows all these statistics about suicide. And you could tell at the end of it, like, on set when he paused, he, like, he finished his monologue and waited for a round of a pause. And then probably improvised by grabbing the water and then probably spilling it on himself as he sips it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, I know exactly what like, you mean. Like, if this was a stage show, if this was a play, you could tell he would do that exact same monologue, and then he'd finish it going, oh, I've seen it on planes and trains, but off a tra- but off a bloody train, it would never happen. And then he'd finish, and you could tell the audience would fucking kick in with their applause. You know what I mean? I mean, I kicked him with the applause, and I was just watching <laughs> it, like, you know. <laughs> just president it in his lap, just like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you <laughs> yeah yeah suicide <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh they should form a squad but you know what I mean like he was he was way too passionate about it like, I, I I, know exactly what you mean but like it's funny that this guy from the insurance company like I I, I kind of bought that he'd have like all the, like because what we learn about this character and what we know about this character is that he is mm. kind of crummy in that sense and he knows all these random this random shit you know what I mean he's all about the statistics this guy would and I like that I like that logic you're a numbers man someone you're a man Oh, you know me, I like my numbers. Seven's my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, man. Uh, let's talk about the climax of this movie because that was yeah. like a great scene. What a twist! I, I generally didn't see it coming. I was surprised. What, that they shot each other? They mortally wounded each other? No,
0: no, 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 no. That she was playing him. That like, that like she... Oh,
1: I, I knew, I knew that was oh, coming, dude. I was like, nah. you, you, you foxy, aristocratic fox. You're, you're going to do him in. And then they did each other in, and I don't mean like sexually. I mean like, (laughs) I mean like they. What 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 mood are you in today, mate? You're all over the shop today. (laughs) I don't know what's going on, mate. I'm I'm trying to have a fun episode. I went into this episode and I had a goal. I was like, today's going to be a fun time, and uh, it's we've just gone off the rails, kind of (laughs) like. Kind of like, kind of like, kind of like that attempted suicide off the back of the train. We're just oh on my- the rails, <laughs> rolling, rolling away. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Where are we? What are we doing?
0: here? <laughs> you know why? I think it's because Brenton's. You, you, like we're recording tonight before you've had dinner. Like I think that's yeah. Right. I think I'm just hungry. I think you're just hungry, man. I think you're getting fucking delirious. That's why, like, like, <laughs> like, like, you know what? I think it's like that scene where he got shot by the girl,
1: and he's like, "Ha, you missed," and she doesn't shoot again. Like, mate, because you know why she doesn't shoot again? Because she loves him. She was like, this is the first moment I've actually liked you. (laughs) Yeah, what a weird thing to reveal, like, moments. I I loved that line, though. That whole scene, I I really Uh. got amongst. Though, the only bit I didn't get amongst is, like, he's like, I'm going to fucking do you in. Uh, I can get away with this shit, and I'm just going to tell you about it. It's like, all right, dude. I hate how people do that, but it's like, you know, I Uh. can deal with that, you know? And he's letting her know his whole plan, and then he, like, she goes, go do this thing, and he's like, all right, I'll turn my back on you. And of course she shoots him. Yeah. Of course she shoots him. I mean, we see the gun as well,
0: but, like... You know, before that scene, I know, but it's like, like, of course, like what do you, what did you think was gonna happen? It's like, like he's such an idiot. It's such a dramatic moment, though. I love it. But Game of Thrones spoilers as well. Does it remind you of like John and Daenerys when like he shot her and she like died in his arms?
1: No, not at all, really. But <laughs> now you say it. But he's not really putting her down because he like loves her. He's, like, fucking over with it, and he's, like... Actually, yeah, true. She shoots him, and then she's, like, oh, I just realised I loved you, cos you're, like, as scummy as I am. And he's, like... There's a bullet in my arm. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm gonna put you down for morally... For moral reasons. So I guess... I guess maybe... Maybe but it doesn't really break him up. He's just kind of, like... I feel like he goes delirious from blood loss, and he, like, wanders back, (laughs) and he gives his confession, and then he's, like, all right, I'm gonna go to Mexico, and Keys is, like, um... No, you're not, dude. No, you're not. Um, but, dude, that last scene is great as well. That oh, last scene is
0: so good. It's really like, amazing. When
1: he when, he, when he wanders out and then he and then he just collapses from his blood loss and he's like, "I got the ambulance coming." And uh, we'll talk about it in our special segments. But there's a line there that I just really love. Oh, excellent. He just he, and then they have like the, uh, they have that moment where he's like, "I love you," and he like he lights the lights the match and he gives it to him, lights his cigarette, and we just fade to black, oh. dude. Oh, that's something we haven't talked about. How fucking awesome are the
0: way that he lights matches in this movie? Oh, dude, the flick of the finger, the flick of how the thumb. How do you thumb. do that? I've never seen anyone in real life do that. Uh, well, should we practice? Yeah. Could you do it? Uh, I don't know. I'd like to try. I've, I've never seen that before. It's so cool and so badass. How like how it just like, flicks it and it lights in the go. And it Also, it's a huge flame on the match. Yeah. And he holds, yeah. it. like, he looks like I am so against smoking, but I am so for that. Like, just give me a box of matches. I'll do that shit daily. Just like, that looks so cool.
1: Mate. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. Let's, let's just go through a, a box of, um, a box of matches a day. You know what I mean? Like, we're not going <laughs> to lie anything. We're just <laughs> no, going to sit there. Not a way... pack of
0: cigarettes, just a box of, ma- box of matches. Like, oh, i will gone through five packs a day and everyone's like, Mate, oh my God.
1: Uh, let's actually start a podcast for Pyromaniacs and, uh, do that.
0: How does that sound? <laughs> Let's like movies on fire that we don't like. Oh. Jeez. Oh. But but I brought up the ending because I wanted to ask you what you thought happened after it. Because it's kind of ambiguous if he dies or if he lives for the ambulance. I kind of think he dies. He dies before the ambulance gets there. I mean, I hope he dies. I kind of want him to die because it'd be poetic. Because it'd be great because they both die. So they like, and it's like, yeah, they end up like, like withering hearts. I kind of end up in heaven together and all that. But at
1: the same time, I don't really care what happens after the end of it because the movie's over. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, granted,
0: we, 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 we think about this sometimes. We thought about it with bloody, you know, um Big. If we can think about it with Big, we can think about it with this. I mean,
1: sometimes I think about it, but other times I'm like, no, I like that ending. That was good. I, th- I think he's dead. Yeah, I think he just kinda of fades away. Maybe that's why it fades to black and says the end, because he's dead. Oh. Uh, Nathan, what fun we've had so far in the show. We've had, had lot we we've
0: had some fun. You probably more than most, Brenton. <laughs> You can't, you can't see this now, listeners but Bretton's got that same morning hat that she does in the in the movie and he's just been like <laughs> like a cat with a ball of yarn <laughs> yeah I've, I've just rolled that veil down like my face
1: just like <laughs> in the last five seconds yeah it's the death of this episode bretton like just like oh no it's gone and it's never coming back so should we get into some special segments
0: special segments Ooh, so special. Brenton,
1: what's your favourite line in this movie? I'm going to quote it right now. Walter Neff says, Know why you couldn't figure this one, Keys? I'll tell you. Because the guy you were looking for was too close, right across the desk from you. Barton Keyes says back to Walter Neff, Closer than that, Walter. Oh. oh, what a what a good what a good line!
0: And he's like, "Closer than that," and he like points to him. He's like,
1: "It was this little guy here." <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so good. I like. Really, I just yeah. love that line. It's such a good line. I was like, I I really like that character throughout this mm. film because he like
0: offers a job promotion as well, and you're like, you can tell he's like he's like a father figure. Yeah, and yeah. Which is so weird because he offers the job promotion, but there's a pay cut. Yeah, and I'm like, of course he says no. I was like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. Ah, well oh, ah well. well but I just thought it was a good line what? that was a great line thanks buddy I appreciate it I didn't write it by the way I uh <laughs> that was actually Billy Wilder that wrote that but um... oh well oh I, I I see you now I hear you
0: I mean there's there's lots of good no- lines on this I think it'd be something it'd, it'd be something from like the suicide monologue or something like that like I think every time he says baby I think just be- the word baby was my favorite line of this movie it's
1: a pretty good choice you know pretty pretty consistent throughout the film as I, it like, scenes. I like to hear a consistent Brenton I, my fav- my favourite one when he says baby is when he picks up the phone that time and he's like hey baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah it's like, it's so direct as well it's like blessed it's like oh I'm going to hide you behind a door now it's like oh tell you what though the tension was good wasn't it the tension was good it was good Brenton when that car didn't start I held my breath yeah that was, a good that was my favourite line <laughs> the look of shock
1: on their face <laughs> but Nathan there's a lot of good moments in this film that were all captured on film which leads us into our next segment, which is what stills this movie? <laughs> Ooh, it's blinding!
0: Tell you what, this is a beautifully shot
1: movie. Oh, it was—it's was fantastic. Composition was off the charts. It was great.
0: It was amazing. Like, and it's—it's it's weird. This won no Oscars. Like, it should have won all the Oscars, and yet.
1: Hey, I've actually—I've actually got a quick fact about that because oh, you brought drop it up. So I'm well done, well done. I'm going to drop it in because, like, I have my little facty ready to go if it comes up in conversation. Does it involve a foot? Uh no, no, it doesn't. Oh. Uh, so, it involves the Oscars, actually. Uh, so, the film was nominated for seven Academy Awards, mm-hmm. but lost out to Going My Way, which was released the same year. And Billy Wilder was so seriously annoyed at Leo Macar- uh, McCary's sweep, that when McCary's name was called for Best Director, <laughs> Wilder stuck out his foot onto the aisle and tripped him. Ah, there you go. <laughs> I-, I think there's also a story of him like leaving the Oscars, and before he got in the car, or the limo, or whatever it was, he yelled out... Basically, what the hell are the Academy Awards for anyway? Basically, like what's the point <laughs> of this shit? He's like, so <laughs>
0: salty about it. Like
1: he uh, was so salty. But could you imagine in today's ceremony? Like I don't know or if Mahershala, someone tripped. Mahershala Ali like wins like best supporting actor. And some person like that was in the same category, just like puts out a foot and like trips them over. Oh like, my
0: god! Could you I, imagine? That would be amazing. I am all for that. I think they should just be more tripping at the Oscars. They're too polished, you know. I should just. I think they should literally like fight to get to the stage. Like right? they get up.
1: Brad Pitt like walks walks down to get his best supporting actor nomination, and Tom Hanks just like sticks out the foot. And, he just like,
0: like he just tackles him to the ground, and it's like yeah, and like yes. and, it, and if Tom Hanks wins, he gets the Oscar. So it's like a last minute kind of like... It's like the snitch. Oh, yeah. It's like the Quidditch match goes on, but if you get the snitch, you win.
1: Hang on a sec, but that doesn't work because when, 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 when La La Land, they won the Oscar and they grabbed the Oscar, they had the Oscar... But then Moonlight got up. Oh, no, because they got up. Because they got they, up. They, and they yeah, pushed it. This they, works, man. They, they they did something about it. I see. Okay, good to know. We have precedent. it. This is the new rule. What you're saying is, I'm not nominated, but if I can get hired as a seat filler at the Oscars next year... <laughs> yes. I could run up and win Best Actor.
0: I want you to recreate the scene from World War Z, where it's like just piles <laughs> of bodies, like just on top of me, like climbing a wall, like all of that, <laughs> just trying to get to the Oscar. And poor, like, I don't know, like... Poor Meryl Streep is standing on stage holding the Oscar for the winner, and like she, and this army of people just come towards her trying to fight over it. She's clutching onto it for dear life.
1: She's she's already got a few. It's all good. Yeah, she'll be like,
0: I can die in this moment, like dying at the Academy Awards. What a way to go,
1: Nathan. What could possibly go wrong?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Don't answer that on second thought, Nathan. Tell me what stills this movie. Okay, so this still, so this is the frame we choose in the podcast. that's um either very funny or very beautiful. It's normally the former, and it is very funny because. <laughs> because there's a frame where like he's like he's drinking his beer in his car and the car has like a thing that folds out Where you can
1: put the tray and the beer? No, no, no. Yeah. So basically, like the tray, the drive-ins had these trays. Yeah. And they just attach it to your window. So you just like that just attaches to the window. Why
0: why doesn't this exist today? I mean you have cup holders, obviously, but like
1: What because because uh, watch watch Michael Keating in The Founder. It's because they were like, Oh, it's so stupid. Like you just eat it out of the paper. Like you go to McDonald's and you like get your burger and you unwrap it. So you're not having all this unnecessary shit of putting a tray there and it getting and it and it getting knocked off the window. I mean, like I like it. I see. Yeah. I see the like the the fun in this. You know, if I went to a drive-in <laughs> cinema or something, and like you know, I was sitting there in my car, you know, ready to watch. I don't know what's a film that I'm watching at the drive-in, Nathan. Jurassic Park yeah exactly and they come over and they put my little popcorn and stuff on the tray I'd like that I'd get amongst it
0: get around it I kind of like the idea that it's, it's kind of stuck there like I'd kind of like it if he couldn't take it off so like yeah. as he's driving down the motorway like like the food's like flying off the tray like, at like 60 miles an hour Like
1: I, I feel like this is something that like Tesla would do you know what I mean like, they'd have a, they'd, <laughs> this is something that Elon would do <laughs> they, they, like Elon like designed something so basically like you wind like you know like a you know you wind down your window but like obviously you press the button and you press another button in your Tesla, and then like maybe the pane of glass that is your window like folds in half and creates like a little tray. Oh damn! Oh, hire see, me it's Elon. Cool. Hi, hi me Elon. Come on, let's it's, go. See, let's Brent, do it.
0: Brent's an engineer. It, it works well. I think it's cool. I mean, you've eaten a burger in a car before. Shit gets everywhere. Fucking food spills and all that kind of shit outside the car. Clean as anything. Nathan, I don't, I don't spill a good burger. Oh, you know, like the odd leaf or fire, like the burger or something no. like that.
1: No, I don't let that happen.
0: All right, fine. Well, you know what. You know what's great about it being outside as well? It doesn't stink up the car. If the food's sitting on the outside tray, no scent. You're not going to have your car smelling like burgers. That That is true. That's a good point. That's a there good point. There you go. You know what I love as well about this still? I, God bless the restraint of the producers to not have a label on that beer facing the camera.
1: God bless them. <laughs> Literally, please, God, please, God, God bl- bless, bless God them bless those producers. for not endorsing that sponsorship. Put <laughs> Krispy Kreme, apparently it works. Uh, let's, let's, let's look at this film's post up.
0: Blanton. Yes? Let's look at this film's poster. But is it art?
1: I gotta say, this is a good poster. This is mine. I love the pink. It's this There's there's one thing that stands out that probably shouldn't be on the poster. Is it the boss? Is it him looking at the two and now? It's Keys. Look, I know, I get that he's like, he's like, you know, you're paying this guy and he's like he's one of your build stars in this, but the fact that he's like kind of like casually looking in on this moment. Between What's these that two expression?
0: Is, it's kind of weird. It's so fuck so so our so our poster, so for new listeners, our posters can be found on Instagram and YouTube. And like and it's, it's the two, it's like the main couple on the left half of the poster kind of macking out and he's on the gun, which kind of gives away some shit, even though he actually doesn't shoot anyone in this movie. But like, anyway. He does. He does. Oh yeah, her. Oh, well that gives shit away. There you go. So there's that to deal with. But then on the right, it's, it's like a weird kind of like, like, like headshot of just like the boss.
1: He's just casually checking in on what's going on. He's like, He oh, looks really that's, disgusted
0: that's- at what he's looking at.
1: He's like, I don't even know if it's discussed. I think it's just kind of like he's indifferent about it. You know what I mean? He's just. I don't know what's going on. He's just kind of hanging out. He's like, oh, who knew? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like
0: I just, I just don't understand. I like, I like everything else.
1: Anyway, see, so yeah, I like it everything else. From the moment they met, it was murder. Ooh, oh, murder. God. Why is, why is there a capital? Why they there two? Like, I get that it's like you know you got two M's, like moment and murder. But why have they both got capital letters on the M's?
0: Because they dialed M for murder. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was
1: a shitty Hitchcock joke. <laughs> like,
0: you know, it's really weird that Hitchcock didn't make this because it feels like such a thing that Hitchcock would make.
1: I thought I was going into it and I thought it was one of his films. Like, and then oh, I was wow. like, oh wait, it's not. I, like opening credits. I was like, oh wait, it's not. Oh good. No,
0: tell you what, after seeing, because because I lo- I love some like a hot. So after seeing some like a hot, oh, really,
1: I've never heard you talk oh, about. Oh fuck off! <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know why?
0: Because if you bloody saw it with Marilyn Monroe, you would be bloody shouting to the hills as well.
1: All right. Okay. okay. <laughs> I guess she's pretty. I
0: tell you what though, after seeing these two films now, I am so sold on this man's filmography. I want to go through the whole fucking thing. You know what I mean?
1: Okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. Put I, your money. Put your money where your mouth is. All right, mate. Let's let's bloody go stroll on. down Sunset Boulevard. Put, put a fifty. a fifty dollar bill in your mouth right now and let's do it. Oh, I gotta
0: grab my wallet first, Brenton. Can can
1: I can I put it in these AirPods I've got? Uh, on that note, let's pass the power to the people. Pass it here. What? The power to the people. So, for those of you who don't know, Double Indemnity has a critical consensus on the tomato meter of 97%, with an audience score of 95%. It's pretty oh high. Oh, boy, is it liked. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was also liked by TV Guide. <laughs> Whoa. Who, Who are, gave it a, a fresh score. Both a starkly realistic and a carefully stylized masterpiece of murder. Five out of five. It is. Just say just say say masterpiece. You don't have to say masterpiece of murder because like no, it's a it's a film. It's fiction. Like no also, one there's was not actually that
0: much murder. There's maybe no like two one- murders.
1: But no one was actually murdered. Like both the starkly realistic and a carefully stylized masterpiece of murder would be like, oh hey.
0: I mean, the husband was murdered. There was that whole sequence where he got murdered.
1: Hang on, l- let me say, it's a masterpiece of murder. It's referring to it as it's not a masterpiece of film. Saying it's a masterpiece of murder. So like you'd say that about <laughs> yeah. like I don't know some serial killer as opposed to like you know a film in which a plot happens. Yeah. So it's a weird it's a weird sentence. Is my point.
0: You'd be like like you'd be like the Manson murders. That's a masterpiece of murder or something like that. You wouldn't say the film itself.
1: Yeah, but in saying that it's a masterpiece of murder means you're a bit of a sicko as well. So TV yeah, Guide, you're like, oh wow, look at the lose... murder in this one. Okay, we've lost two endorsements in this one episode. <laughs> fuck you, Krispy Kreme, and fuck you, TV Guide. <laughs> <laughs> Brenton, you're killing all the sponsorship. We got to get money somehow. Nah, I'm, I've, I'm, I've got too high a moral virtue. You know what I mean? Like I, I can't, I can't sink that low. Oh my
0: god! Next time, next time Brandon comes to my house, I swear to God, I'm gonna have food ready.
1: I'm gonna make sure you're well fed. I, I, th- I thought you were kind of enjoying this. Are oh not? I, i'm enjoying this brenton but there's you know there's always so- but, but but our listeners probably aren't okay
0: and <laughs> you know i enjoy anything brenton so there's there's a certain <laughs> degree of it you know such as, such as but you know what didn't who didn't enjoy this film brenton it was it was bosley krauthner from the new york times <laughs> not bosley i <laughs> look at his expression in like his photo as well he's not happy at all Poor Bosley. Such folks delight in murder stories for their academic elegance alone. Should find this one steadily diverting, despite its monotonous pace and length. Bosley, I find the name Bosley monotonous. So that's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> there goes the Bosley sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. No, but like I don't know. Like I, I think that this film is like I agree that there's moments in it that are uh, you know going into that third act. I kind of want to get there quicker. Yeah, but uh, it's it's un- well under two hours. This film. Yeah, it's, it's short. not lengthy. It
0: could have been much. Longer, Christ, Chinatown was a slog.
1: Am I right? Uh. Sahil G gives it five stars. Whoa, that's a big score. And he says, "Wow!" Exclamation mark. First black and white movie in a while, and it was what? First black and white movie in a while, and it was fantastic. Oh gosh! Look, Sahil, this film came out in 1944. (laughs) I think think what he's saying. Color wasn't even color wasn't even fucking invented. What do you want about? I think what he's saying is that for him. It was. It's been a while since he's seen a black and white movie. I've just. I've just got no. Like I'm just done. Uh, though it starts off a bit slow, as the pieces come into play, this drama quickly becomes an interesting thriller and mystery on who will win. Ellipses, the insurance company or the lovers. Who did win, Brenton? Was it the? In- no one won. No. No, no one, one, one did win, th- did they? I don't know why. No you put one, one that won. And in, in this movie, actually, no the The boss won. the The head of the insurance company won because oh yeah, the suicide he, guy. Actually, no. But he didn't. He doesn't win because even though he doesn't have to pay out the double indemnity mm. for that specific case, he's still gonna have a fucking like that. That firm is probably gonna close because one of their members murdered someone. That's like true. One of, actually, one of, their, one of their employees murdered someone. So actually, he's worse to off exploit their than, own company. He he's worse off than would if he had just paid off the double indemnity. Oh, yeah. Sahil, you're, bring, you're actually bringing up some inf- interesting conversation. A- there we conversation, go, mate. Uh, I take it back. I take Preston it back. one eighty, well done. Yeah. um
0: Tofka So1 wrote on YouTube, and the funny thing, this blonde wig is really working on a black and white film. On a coloured film, it would look totally stupid. I disagree because
1: the wig looks totally stupid, and. <laughs> actually that Billy this is a fact Billy Wilder like wanted that wig and everyone was telling him it looked like absolute shit and it wasn't like I think it was a few weeks into production and he was like oh yeah it really does look like shit <laughs> oh, no. and, and so they could they then couldn't remove the wig and so he then had to like change his tune and be like oh yeah it's meant to look bad which is like what he'd answer in like the publicity and the interviews for it wow no it, it looks terrible it it's is a bad horrendous. looking wig Oh. Yeah. And
0: it's also, it's also like obviously a wig as well. It's
1: so obviously it's a wig. It's really bad. It's oh. so bad. Spartaculus Jones. why would you say that? <laughs> Spart- would you call that Spartaculus Jones? Spartaculus Jones.
0: <laughs>
1: what are these names? I don't know. One Hollywood historian once said, Barbara Stanwyck is more sexy with her clothes on than most most other Starlets oh, are with theirs off. Nathan, why was this included on the show notes? Like, like <laughs> I
0: just thought it really funny that someone legitimately wrote that.
1: That someone called Spartaculous Jones. I like I literally have nothing to say to that. Like, I don't like, like <laughs> It's so creepy. I, like, one Hollywood historian. Who?
0: Who? It's you, mate. You just bloody saying that.
1: Like, it's like, oh, some famous guy said this. Are you trying to just give, like, some ethos to, like, your, your fucking, like, opinion? Like, say that. I'm pretty sure there, a mate. guy who's called fucking Spartaculous Jones <laughs> <laughs> is definitely trying to add some ethos to
0: his own
2: sentences. <laughs>
0: oh,
2: my goodness.
0: Uh, oh, good times. David Govett, he wrote on you. He's the last of them. He said, "If the two characters are friends, then why does one call each other by his surname?" Well, for the boss and and the insurance guy, and he's got Nathan, a point.
1: Nathan, do do people ever reference you by your surname when you're when you're out and about, like friends or anyone? Um, like maybe like
0: two people that I would call friends, like like that's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry, sorry that sounded really backhanded <laughs> like no, like yeah probably like like two friends of mine do it like casually but even then it's it's discouraged like <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i don't know like n- not many Did people you? Really i don't think i've ever me. heard anyone
0: call you by your yeah, last no night.
1: no one really does does that to me like no but i do have friends i do
0: call by their surname but like but like, at, at the same time if you're very close to someone i think yeah first names would you know i think it's it's, it's the
1: better thing to do the, it depends on the surname you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Bo- like Bosley Crowther. I'm not going to reference him as Bosley because that's a vomit-inducing name, but Cra- I'd just call him Crowther. Yeah. Oh, especially if you're Australian. Normally people go for the surname then add a Y on the end. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Glazey
0: yeah. or like... um Or
1: like Smithy. Yeah, Smithy. Hey, Smithy. There he is. Yeah, yeah. Guys, that was another episode of Classic Movie Banter. Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was an episode of something, wasn't it, Brenton? It certainly was, guys. If you want to get more of this, then uh, you can obviously listen to many of our other reviews, and you can also—we've f- got over a hundred of this shit. <laughs> you, you, you can also find uh, us on uh, on the Twitter sphere. You can find us on the Instagrammy. You can find us on YouTube Alacious, and you can even you can even check out our. Email Spectacular. Uh, Guys, please continue the conversation. Tell us what you thought of Double Indemnity and what you thought of this episode. If you'd like to see more of this or go back to our usual format. It depends. Oh. We'll, we'll, we, we we really do listen to you guys and we appreciate you guys and we love you guys a lot. Yeah, and obviously you must love us if you
0: get if you stick around every week. So bless you. Thank you so much.
1: Especially this week's. Good on you guys. Oh, we what m- a struggle. We appreciate it greatly.
0: Well, make sure you tune in as well. Make sure you really tune in next week because next week is a very special episode because it's Mother's Day next week. Oh, yes. So we've got, we've got a fun thing week. planned. So if you're going to listen to any of these, listen to the Mother's Day one. It's going to be very fun next week.
1: Oh, it's going to be a great time. Can't wait for it, Nathan.
0: Well, Bre- Bretton, you need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on, but go get some Indian.